Alma Pictures and Baker Street Media present Second Z's Cubed with your hosts, Justine Brubelard, Serena Dixon, and Allison Weaver. Second Z's Cubed is a technical podcast dedicated to critiquing and celebrating performing arts and inspiring the next generation of creatives. On this episode, we will be critiquing the Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, episode seven and eight. As our show will feature a lot of critiques, we also want to ensure that we provide possible solutions or suggestions for how different improvements could have been made and praise things that went well. We aim to be balanced and thorough. Check out our Patreon for exclusive subscriber benefits and merch if you like what you hear. Our link is available in our show notes. Now, without further ado, let's dive into our discussion. So let's get started first with overall impressions. Let's do that. Overall impressions for episode seven and eight. So overall, well, okay. So with specific episodes, seven was visually intriguing, but overall really slow and not very captivating. Um, eight, which I just finished today. Um, I liked it a lot more. I I enjoyed the episode a lot more overall, and it got me honestly a little excited about season two. Wow! But <laughs> wow! Overall, I don't. I mean, as a whole, um, the show was rough. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. It was not very... It did not flow... Yeah, it just didn't flow. It was was a rough start, and I think the last episode was was a good way to... Overall, a decent ending. While leaving Mm. some things unanswered for the next season. Mm -hmm. I was surprised. Mm Mm-hmm. I was surprised they didn't put in a few more like reveals of things I'm pretty sure are gonna happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> like to lead the audience to at least thinking about them. Um <coughs> Ildor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Like it just left off with we don't know what happened to him. Um yeah, like, what but really the horse happened was freaking out and wouldn't go with them. And they mm-hmm. made this big deal about him and the horse having a bond. I know, right? So that's all I'm going to say. Which also is very Aragorn. Aragorn. <laughs> I, um, I had some criticisms of this the final episode, but overall, I, there wasn't a whole lot that stood out to me. I was kind of drawn in on episode eight for most of it, especially with The Stranger, which when he said his last line, I was like, oh, I knew it! I knew it was Gandalf! <laughs> right? Only How he would you say not know there was, that? There was, <laughs> I mean, there were so many little, like, hints along the way. But, um, you know, the whole time I'm like, it's gotta be Gandalf. Like, after after they showed that he wasn't evil, inherently evil, I was like, it's, it's gotta be. It's definitely a wizard. We knew it was a mm. wizard. Or at least those of us who know Tolkien 
It was a wizard. And then it started just dropping hints, uh, little character tidbits. And with this episode eight, I was, yeah, and him saying, always, when in doubt, always follow your nose. And I mm-hmm. I was quoting it as he was saying it because I, n- like, knew where it was going. I was super excited. But I also noticed <laughs> there was other things with, like, their little... Well, it wasn't a little fight, but with the fight, there was very uh, mirrors, callbacks to like his fight with Saruman in mm-hmm. the, the tower mm-hmm. in Isengard, you know, and other things like that. So I really enjoyed all the time we spent with the Harfoots. Mm-hmm. Um, that has, interestingly enough, ultimately been my favorite bit with the show especially after the first episode and we I hated it and you were like why are they even here <laughs> yeah you were, yeah, the <laughs> you were not a bit. Like, I was very critical <laughs> on the first episode but now that we've spent more time with them and we understand them I've really enjoyed it and while they didn't give him the name and, and Gandalf is not his given name but um well, they didn't name him. The fact that he he cares so much about the hobbits, as we know him mm-hmm. later, makes so much more sense now. Yeah, he had, he's always had a close bond with the hobbits, even though he, even if he's not around all the time. Hmm. I was really surprised Poppy didn't go with two. I know yeah. that was that was actually surprising. I was like, Poppy is probably she. Yeah, like she. I wonder she might be my favorite Hobbit. I'm just saying. Wow. <laughs> yeah, her and Nori were were really good dynamic. Um, mm-hmm. I was wondering because eventually they're gonna settle and create the Shire. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling it's gonna be Poppy. Poppy will start the Shire. Because she goes with the rest of them. She leads the rest of them. You know, we know they're going to settle down at some point, and we know where they're going to settle down. It's just a matter of when. Mm -hmm. And with Nori going off with, quote-unquote, Gandalf, (laughs) unconfirmed Mm -hmm. Gandalf, I don't know how else you want me to call him, the stranger. I don't think it's going to be her that does that. She's, She's more the adventurous type, whereas Poppy's the more grounded one. Mm-hmm. hence the dynamic yeah mm-hmm. and I also noticed like hints with her name like her name is uh, her last name is Proudfellow mm-hmm. yeah like the um, proud feet that yeah, you said like, before yeah, <laughs> yeah. proud feet I was actually thinking that when I was watching it because <laughs> they said her last name and I was like probably one of the old lineages of the proud feet I'm kind of interested to see where they end up linking up with Lord of the Rings, if that's indeed what they end up doing. It seems that they're going that way. I'm very much like, it's an episode by episode thing for me as far as whether I like the show or not. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that episode. I hate that episode. <laughs> Why am I watching this? I want to watch the next one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, episode eight was like, I kind of wish it was, I would have been, I not that I had time, but I would have been okay if it had been longer than it was. It's actually shorter than I expected. 
Yeah, I felt like this. Don't talk to me, Justine. What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) I will probably say this again, but I felt like this season was a pilot episode of a season. I can agree. Where it wasn't, it was kind of time crunched. It was kind of thrown together. Like there are elements that were done so well and elements that were like, we were just gonna glaze over that (laughs) Um, and you know we talked about it after the first episode we're like oh it's a pilot episode you know like that's just kind of how they turn out it's fine like let's see what they have and I feel like that's what the the end of the season left me with that same feeling it was like this was a pilot season and I do want to watch the rest because they set it up in a way like you said I want to see the things that happen (laughs) but at the same time it was a long (laughs) it was a long getting to wanting to watch i still tentatively want to see the next ones because i want the next seasons to be better i don't want them to feel like a pilot episode Uh or a pilot season yeah um I really liked a lot of, and I mean, I feel like good storytelling is, will do exactly what happened with the Harfoots for you, Serena. It'll take characters that you hate or you don't really like and turn them into character, your favorite characters. Mm. It'll take characters that like you love and turn them into your least favorite characters. <laughs> like mm. that's like good character development right there. Um, or the characters you begrudgingly love or what have you. Um And so, like, props to some of that and some of the characters, like, you saw in development, like, Disa, at the Mm. end, you kind Mm. of see her more, like, manipulative side, where, like, oh, maybe there's a lot running underneath and a lot to their story that we haven't been privy to, where she's like, oh, you were after me, but, like, actually, I wanted to be queen, so, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean? I didn't even know who you were. Of course you didn't, Disa. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I was intrigued by that tidbit and kind of expecting it a little bit after the last few episodes. That's a good point. Um, But also they like, they didn't tiptoe around it in episode Mm. seven, which I appreciated. They were like, we're going for it. Um, I appreciated... Galadriel's character development ish. I feel like they did. She's a better character now, but I don't think it was developed smoothly. You know what I mean? I think it just kind of happened. <laughs> yeah, magically. You know? And Poppy's. I flip and love Poppy's character development was done really well. Yeah. I think that's why she's my favorite. Um, her and Durin. Their character development mm. was, I think, the best out mm. of all of the other characters. Hands I down. really liked Jaren. I think they attempted I, with Theo, but Theo's Theo. a, a lot of Theo's things <laughs> really confused me. He, yeah, he's trying to figure out like who he is. He's a teenager. I get it. Yeah, I don't really like teenage boys. I so definitely like <laughs> a lot more these last two episodes. She's she's now feeling like who she's supposed to be as a character. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
So I least never liked him. <laughs> so I'll and just now I know why. <laughs> I'll share a few uh, things maybe about yeah. my overall thoughts. So I wasn't told by this story at all. Still, I I don't feel like I love Middle Earth. I love this universe. I love this world a lot. Of course, you can ask anyone in my family. They know I have been listening to the stories since a very young age and reading the stories since I could read, basically. <laughs> and so I have a very, I guess I have a very high standard for the story because it's such a part of me, actually. We could say that, quite honestly. And I didn't I didn't watch PJ's film for quite a long time because I had a certain imagination of how things went. And actually, when I did see PJ's films, I didn't like several things about it because of my imagination. And that's OK. So and I couldn't stand The Hobbit. So that's that's all to say. I want to be fair to this show for what it did. I want to be fair to the show for what it accomplished, which is to bring new readers, new new viewers, new people into Tolkien. I was so, 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 so grateful for this. And I'm also mm -hmm. thankful that people thought that they wanted to put money into it during the pandemic, which is mm -hmm. a feat. Like, and I will say that that is a feat for that show to get off the floor. The, the thing though, that really just, I don't know if I'll come back to it and for two reasons specifically. And of course you all can contest me if you want. But uh, first reason is, that the as we said before it felt very much like a pilot it felt like the writers mm -hmm. and different people weren't communicating well to me and so mm -hmm. I don't know if I can trust the writers to learn from these mistakes not the writers but I mean the showrunners the writers mm -hmm. just write mm -hmm. what they're told yeah. but I mean the the showrunners to really learn from these mistakes and to use their budget better with less tropified writing that's that's how I will say it I yes. don't enjoy I don't enjoy tropified writing I mean I'm I guess I'm just not the regular television audience either I will say I'm I am a very I'm a very picky film like and tv kind of person like so I don't know if I'm quite the audience for this however and the oh, other second not. thing is the second <laughs> no. thing is that the second thing is that it really depends on who they cast for people like Hellborn, if they cast him, and Kirdan the shipwright because Kirdan the shipwright is my favorite person from the second age. Hadar the golden is my favorite from the first age, but Kirdan the shipwright is my my favorite from the second age. And so if they cast him well, if I feel like the the actor can handle mm -hmm. even like a poor script, for example, if that happens wow. again, then I would be interested to know about, uh, I would be interested to know about it. Um, does mm -hmm. that make sense? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if I'll, I don't know if I actually will watch it like through, watch it through. I will probably mm -hmm. watch the first episode of it to get a sense of where they're going with it. But I don't know if I could be convinced to spend more time on it because there's so much film and TV and everything coming out these days. And I have to stay on top of that as well for work. But at the oh, same yeah. time, mm -hmm. 
it, it just depends for me like and i want to see who is in the writing room i want to see who is casted who leaves these are all important things to me but mm-hmm. all that to say all that to say there were people that i did appreciate like durin as mm-hmm. we have said i loved mm-hmm. him as a character throughout the whole thing every time his face time was on the screen Owain mm-hmm. nailed it just mm-hmm. straight up like i felt he did such a great job of course nori and Pop- I mostly agree like except for like maybe one or two times for Durin, but most of the time he showed up and delivered but nobody can be perfect of no. course you can so therefore right? he was essentially perfect percent, <laughs> <laughs> right i mean and then i liked nori and poppy um definitely because they worked so nicely together as characters they were real they were authentic mm-hmm. um and then i also liked people like uh, sadok this character and uh like his yeah i came to like him i didn't like him at first yeah at first i was kind of like what are you doing but then i saw how they were writing him and and it i was like okay i I can see this and then another person of course like who kept me interested the whole time was the stranger even though i knew it was gandalf in my heart i just I mean, I was like, I don't know, I don't know. And then mm-hmm. like, we all, oh, did. yeah, it's probably him. And then I was like, oh, yeah, definitely him. And then later I was like, yeah, <laughs> when they started quoting him. But I think, and you know, there's people like Disa who who had a pretty strong performance. But I think overall, I'm just, I'm just a little bit, uh, I'm still mm-hmm. just disappointed by that because they had so much money that they could have put into technical specifically that I was like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. my biggest qualm with it. Yeah. I was like, you had I all think... this money and you didn't optimize your technical budget? Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. I feel like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let me clarify. Me wanting to watch the next episode, I was going to watch this whether we did this podcast or not. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm going to continue to watch the next one. I might have... Um, because it's Lord of the Rings and right. I, that's, that's really fair. what it is. Yeah. So, and I might too. They didn't just end it, it in a way that. that I detested it to the depths of my soul and didn't want to watch it anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> fair, fair. I think it's middling. Yeah. yeah, it's it's not terrible. It's not great. Right. Some might say good. <laughs> um, yeah, what the what really like ah oh, knife to the heart for me with this was like you said, like the writing and further like character development and just things that would happen i'm like please for the love of god get a good film doctor on board yeah um if if we hadn't been doing this podcast, I wouldn't have made it past the first episode. <laughs> I would have watched the first episode and went, nope. <laughs> let's let's talk about some specific things. So um I think what might work is if we go through specific highlights of moments. Like, all right, so let's go to mm-hmm. the beginning of episode seven, the fire. Okay, let's talk about technical. How did you guys feel about the fire scene? That was really cool. 
Um, especially when we meet, you know, uh, I mean, if you're talking about the very beginning of episode seven with yeah, the very Volcano, beginning, yeah. Um, kind of just, just going seeing in order. everything covered in ash and seeing Galadriel wake up covered in ash, uh, with all the the red light everywhere it was red and it was just red and gray and um, I really liked that. I thought it was. Uh, a good camera camera work choice, a good editing choice, a good lighting choice, just an all around yeah. good scene. Um, yeah, those moments felt the whole bit of the aftermath with the volcano felt. I don't necessarily want to say realistic, but I could understand what they were. I could better relate to what they were dealing with um, right. versus like other things. I don't know. It's just, um, there's a very, that was one particular section of episode seven that I particularly uh, appreciated. Mm. Yeah, me too. I thought that the way that they did her waking up the way that they did her, um, her kind of like coming back to reality moment that was really nice. Um, I think I also liked, you know, how they transitioned it into the next scene with the with the Harfoots on their journey and everything's like kind of a little bit bombed out. Mm-hmm. They're trying to figure out what's going on. Um, that visually, that visual transition worked for me. Um, what Sorry, do you guys think about died. the when they were traveling and then we transition over to the dwarf scene with uh, Elrond and the two Durins. What did you think about this uh, visually, the Elrond and two Durins, uh, visually or otherwise, Elrond and the two Durins scene? I really enjoyed the that, you know, everything, every time we got to spend uh every moment we got to spend with uh Elrond and the dwarves um I liked getting to learn about them more as a as a people mm. um and seeing Elrond's connection with them uh and getting to see a lot of that it wasn't just a little blip in the show, it was like, no, we spend most of his episodes hanging out with mm. the dwarves. Um, mm-hmm. And I ended up really liking that. I didn't like it at first, it was the first time we met them. Um, but I came to really enjoy Elrond and Prince Durin's relationship, as well as, you know. Mm-hmm their dynamic and and the things that Elrond did for Durin and the things Durin was willing to do for Elrond in the end. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. What did you guys think of the forge, the, the forge part? Like, because I thought the anvil symbolism was pretty good because you can see that the, the Sauron's, Sauron's work even coming into that world when... Uh, and these are like getting mad. I was like, oh, perfect. They have the forge metaphor right here. And then they did that camera out, pan out thing. 
when they like zoomed up and out that was really nice after like she put the that uh the metal in the water right mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. thought oh great job guys that's <laughs> i love that i love that perspective taking and then you can mm-hmm. see like how she kind of had that twist and the lighting wasn't so bad in here either which was <laughs> for the first time <laughs> your indoors your indoor lighting <laughs> in the doors was not terrible <laughs> Yeah, I felt like the lighting and sound were much better than they had been. Yes, yeah. Charlotte. Um, Get a girl. Get a girl. I mean, even, I didn't, I didn't take notes uh, for either of these episodes. Um, That's why I'm, visual, I'm visually taking you through. Yeah, no, I appreciate like, it. Um, but I do remember distinctly thinking, I don't have a lot of, like technical criticisms about right seven besides the pacing the the pacing was the only thing that was like this too long (laughs) like it was very slow paced episode which i get on one hand supposed to be more of a calm before the storm kind of thing because of the finale right after but um not that i needed it to be action-packed but um I just felt like some of it could have been trimmed up a little more. I don't think it needed to be as long as it was. We'd like to thank you for joining us for today's episode. This episode was produced by Alma Pictures and Baker Street. Join us next week for the next episode of our podcast. Thank you. Merci. Gracias. Gracias. Danke. And have a great week.